0: this is Pod With Me.
1: I want to say like the first month, I had like 2,000 subscribers already. Some friends, they were kind of like, "Mm, okay, you still doing that YouTube thing or whatever, right? Like not really supporting the channel or anything like that. And then like I might make a post and be like, I'm almost close to 10,000 subscribers. And they're like, what? Really? Like I thought Michael Jackson fans are like different. Madonna fans are different. They do not hold back any punches. The love for the music and the entertainment is real. Let's get to it. Let's get a sound check.
0: Are you ready to pod? Let's go. And I'm so excited to be here with Empress. Empress is a YouTube reactor. She reacts to classic videos, movies and much more oh, requested by her followers. As you all know, I'm a huge Madonna fan and I discovered Empress because she's reacting to Madonna's entire career and she has a long way to go. But anyhow, Empress, one of the things you do is you react to the video, but you've never seen the video before, so you watch it with everyone for the first time as you record. Have you really not seen them before?
1: Like literally, so I'm very honest. I will tell you guys like, and there have been some occasions where I get like requests And I'm like, oh, I know this song, but maybe I never saw the video or I know the song and the video. And I like those because I get to sing along to them. (laughs) But most of the times, you know, like most of the stuff I watch, I've never seen before. So Empress, tell me a little bit about how
0: did you get into reacting, doing YouTube reaction (laughs) videos?
1: First Um, of all, where are you from? Yes, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Nice. We're not too far. I'm in Miami.
1: (laughs) So okay, to answer your question, how I got into reacting, it was like during COVID, like everybody else, I was like at home, uh, bored. But I'm like just a naturally like curious person. Like I just love and I think people see that in my reactions. Like I can hear a line or something. And I'm like, wait a minute, that comes from a movie from like 1958. And people are like, how do you know this stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. I just watch a lot of stuff and read. And so I, um, behind me here, you see like a Grease poster. So like I got obsessed with Grease and Olivia Newton-John. Like I love her voice. So I was reading her biography and I was like, oh my gosh, like she was talking about her book, her discography. And I'm like, whoa, I just know her from Greece. I was like, wouldn't it be so cool if I were to like document my whole like experience of listening to Olivia Newton-John's music from start to finish. And so that's how I started with reactions. It was strictly supposed to be an Olivia Newton-John journey, period. And then,
0: did you know? Did that, you know anything about uh, videos or how to record videos as far as putting them together?
1: Um, okay, so I knew that I was familiar with the software called Camtasia because I have used it like in my personal time, and I just played around with it. And so I was like, hmm, I can like screen record and record myself at the same time because that's how reactions need to work, right? Everything needs to be like simultaneously, or simultaneous. So I'm like, okay, cool, that's done. And like again, I dabble like in music, so I already had like microphones and stuff. So I was like, okay, here we go.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. But I know, I know it's difficult. It's difficult in the sense that it's very time consuming. Um, people don't know what it takes to put a video together, uh, even if it's the minor, minimal thing. Even And when you watch it, if you, when you want to do a change to it, that's another process. So tell us about that journey, uh, what, when you started learning how to put that together. Did it ever get to a point where you were like, what am I doing? Um, tell me about a little bit about that process.
1: Well, so, yeah, that's why I am right now, really, like... Um trying to learn how to scale, essentially, because um, I have a Patreons group and these people, they request music from me via Patreon. And I've gotten over 100 Patreons and I have different tiers on my Patreons where you can go from eight to like one pick a month. And apparently people really like my reactions, so (laughs) I have a lot of eight and that's called the Thriller Pack. And so essentially um what i've been doing is fun part is listening to the music or whatever because now they're even moving outside of music sometimes they send me like old tv shows or something that's cool it's the editing part that isn't the fun part right as you mentioned it takes so much time so many hours and not only that within youtube when you're doing anything where it's music or film related there are a lot of copyright stipulations and so sometimes you can spend like forever editing a video and only for it to be blocked and so that is how i initially even got on patreon um just because i wanted people to be able to see certain things and there are like certain videos of mine that are still blocked um on youtube that i did last year
0: when you put a video up and you go through all those hours of editing a video it could take anywhere <laughs> from i would say two hours to six hours for one video i mean you never know um when but but it takes time um and to put it up to then have uh to have it blocked which means no one can watch it really sucks it, it really hits you hard there there are ways to get around it i think i figured out that you you write to them that it's a reaction but you have to go through that
1: process so you're right about that so it's kind of like two things right so in the beginning earlier on because um, i've done a couple of movie reviews as well um especially like we mentioned madonna earlier i've done like every let me see i've done desperately seeking susan um, I did like some documentary yeah, called Madonna girl. in the Brothers Club. Um, what else did I do? Who's that girl? Yes. Um, I didn't do Shanghai Surprise, but I watched it though. You no, know, I've but never anyway, seen it. No, I, I saw Shanghai Surprise. Like I love that. You never saw it. The Madonna stand up. You never well, but saw to it. to me,
0: to me, Madonna. Okay. So for me, my, my, just really quick, Madonna for me is the concerts. To me, this oh. is nothing like her live tours. When you first started your first video and you saw it, were you as confident as you are now? Now, how did you react to yourself watching yourself for the first time?
1: Yeah, so the first time, um, and I think, I can't remember what it is. I think it's like a Michael Jackson reaction. I can't remember, but it's either Michael Jackson. Or but anyway, I remember it took a couple of videos and it just came natural so i watched like an earlier video and i said something like let's get into it or something like that and then it literally i don't know what happened but i just started let's get to it and that began to stick and stick and stick and then people like the intro like people started leaving comments like hey i'm seeing your intro like i'm at Oregon. like i'm like so ambitious i'm like oh okay that's cool I, how the did intro that sound was come, on, how
0: did that song come about how did you produce that
1: so um literally it's so crazy and bootleg so i didn't even have like a real microphone right like i was literally like had like a canon camera and i heard this beat and i reached out to the guy who made the beat and i was like hey like can I like just do something on this and he's like yeah sure and like again people have always been so nice and generous to me he sent me the beat for free he's like here yeah, just do whatever so I was like okay cool and so like I as a, a just the artistic person of course I try to be different right you watch all these icons you're like okay well let me be different And so it was kind of like, hmm, let me do like this rap scene thing, right? Because of course, like rap is like the preferred genre today. That is like the number one genre of music. So I'm like, okay. And then I just started talking about stuff. And again, that's one of the reasons why I really like in Love Madonna because I was already on like the whole so ambitious thing before I even discovered her. And so to see her ambition, I was like, oh, that's cool. So anyway, I was just like literally just sitting in like five minutes it came to me and I just like recorded it, uploaded the chip, put it into like the little music thing and voila. It's more than statements, it's a way of life. The
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And and what what was the uh what was the reaction of your loved ones when they first started seeing you? What were they saying?
1: So they were like, okay, good, because they were tired of me kind of like, hey, um, have you seen this move before? Like, come watch this move with me because I'm the type of person, right? And like my subscribers know I love Dynasty the show. And I always say like at one point, I want to get to the point where i am able to like watch dynasty episodes because i always have so much to say about the characters the, the so original
0: like, dynasty or the new dynasty yes,
1: no the original like with joan collins yeah yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But i love I it sigh, so, i saw
0: because of my sister when i was younger
1: yeah, shout out to your sister She sounds cool. yeah so like i love joan collins and like i don't know one day i saw like dynasty on like as a fluke and i heard like this british voice and she was like Blink! and i was like What's this and i just fell in love with the character alexis i fell in love with blake and their whole kind of like love hate relationship and so i'm the type of person i'm like watching stuff and i'm pausing all the time I'm like oh so you saw how Alexis is walking through the room like and people were like oh my gosh girl please just press play or something and so like literally they were happy for me like okay finally you can like you get bent talk there. To, <laughs> yeah, you can talk to some people who know what you talking about right because again i said this a thousand times like my friends they think i'm weird because like i like old stuff and they would be like who is what what are you doing
0: (laughs) oh my gosh that's so funny what do they say now when they see your success how you're 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 you have this community you have these followers you have people that comment that really really appreciate what you're doing and and what what's their reaction when they look at you now when they see that
1: great question and shout to anybody who like has a dream, like don't let people talk you out of it, because it's one of those things again, where people kind of like, when you are different, I feel like you just have to accept it, number one. Like you, you're different and you know it, you feel it, like "Mm, I think differently than everybody around me, right? And people are just not gonna get you if you're not doing something that is like current of today, like something that's trendy in their eyes, right? And so at first I feel like, you know, besides like my sister, like my mom, like my immediate family, they grew up with me. So like, they know the passion I have, but like some friends, they were kind of like, okay, you still doing that YouTube thing or whatever, right? Like not really supporting the channel or anything like that. And then like, I might make a post and be like, oh my gosh, like I got like, I'm almost close to 10,000 subscribers. And they're like, what, really? And I was like, see, like, So it's just one of those things and i've always been that type of person like i don't know i always like fight for another dog and just kind of like just do what i want to do and if people don't like it then it's just not meant for them i feel like so,
0: yeah because okay. i think you gotta love the process and you have to mm-hmm. be passionate about what you're talking about and i mm-hmm. think that's that, that happens uh, what happens to many youtubers that i've seen people that i that i have known is that they want to do something just because it's trending but they're not Mm -hmm. passionate about that topic and then they don't it's hard for them to keep doing it if you really are serious about it you have to be passionate about the topic because those days that you don't feel like doing it the passion will get you there
1: and realizing too like anything that you're passionate about is essentially gonna be a 24 hour thing too. It's kind of like, it never stops in the sense of like either you're getting an idea like randomly somewhere or the whole work process part of it, right? The old editing part and the finding of the claims parts and all of that, so. Yeah. Especially um, going back to Madonna, like, again, I always say this, especially, um, I think I did a, a documentary reaction where I like watched this nineteen 1990- ninety mtv uh documentary about her and i had literally watched everything that was in that documentary because of how intensive and extensive this journey has been but i always say like i madonna's like one of those people who you just like know kind of like oprah like you're just born knowing who they are but i didn't necessarily know madonna's music right so i remember her doing like the hard um she dropped by like one of park and she had that song with uh justin timberlake four minutes, <laughs> yeah yeah, four minutes and and then like i know like every now and again like she would do like a like a song i think she did like a song with future i think um and so like she was just one of those people again like one of those icons like you know of but if you're like a particular age like me you might not necessarily know like her catalog so i got interested because i'm like a music freak I didn't really care about the visuals. And I think that threw people off in the beginning of my journey because Madonna is so visual. I didn't care about that. I'm like, mm, I need to hear like people put her on the same levels like Michael Jackson. I need to hear the you know, vocals. You know,
0: why? What, why? Why yeah. is she at that level? And, and is it really true? Um,
1: I, yeah. and I respect it. I, I now I will say I respect it. And especially her as a vocalist and a songwriter, I'm learning throughout the journey. She's very strong. In both of those areas I didn't realize um until because that's how I kind of got into Madonna one of the earlier videos I did before I even started the journey somebody had requested that I do Vogue and I was like because I'm a big kind of TCM fan like I love old Hollywood like Lana Turner Betty Davis Joan Crawford and like I know who she's referencing, you know who they're and she's referencing. This stuff. yeah so people are like what how do you know these people and i'm like oh i know and so i was like oh my gosh like the shot she looks so good and the song itself was just so good like everything was so good i was like hmm, interesting I, I think i want to learn more about her and then i saw erotica and i was like well, whoa! how did she get here so <laughs> The first album, you just hear so much ambition coming from her voice. Like she's like, "I just gotta make it right." And then when I saw her on holiday, when she did the uh, performance on um, American Dancing, I think, and she was like, "I'm gonna ruin the world," whatever. Like her energy was—it was so electrifying. You could it's, you can literally like feel it coming off the screen at you. Like she's so happy to be there, and the crowd is so happy that she's there. And I really found that really genuine about her, like in her in this journey like she's always been so i feel like given to that crowd that audience and so i had to learn like more about her personal life so that's why i started doing like the interviews to find out okay like well what was going on with her at this time and the most shocking thing for me has been to date again i'm at the bun and bitching era but in my timeline it's been when she got married to sean penn that was kind of like hmm (laughs) <laughs> why did this happen but
0: <laughs> and i love and what i love how you reacting to her and how you're taking the journey is how you you really go into interviews that that others don't react to like you you go into depth and you're and your reaction to them is very enjoyable because you really you really you could tell that you really are studying her and, and, and the journey, and that's what I appreciate about your videos.
1: Every time, every era is a whole different Madonna. Yeah, kinda.
0: every era, so <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna, truth there and I'm gonna tell you a secret just so you know that that's out there. I don't know if you wanna know it, but, um, or you discover it when you go, I don't know how you like to know these things. No, no,
1: it's kinda like the fans are always so enthusiastic and that's like, I feel like why people are reacting to her, um, because Madonna fans are different. Like <laughs> they are different in the suit of <laughs> yeah. different. like like I thought Michael Jackson fans are like different Madonna fans are different because like they do not hold back any punches and like when they started accepting me I was like oh snap because they are so blunt and even about her like <laughs> they are so blunt and so they are always like telling me like recommending like hey empress watch this next during watch this so like i've always gotten like feedback which i love from her fans anyway so that's cool
0: yeah so i know it's hard to get at the beginning when you first first start to see the followers to see the subscriber it's hard to get that subscription when you first start were you ever frustrated or did people connect to your channel right away was it like magic what or did you study how youtube worked before you got into it how, how did that happen for you
1: um, so I had already been on YouTube previously um, a couple of years prior because I was trying to like get discovered, like Justin Bieber. So I would like do cover songs. So I already knew kind of like how YouTube worked, meaning in the sense of like you have to put stuff out there people want to watch. But my goal for this channel, it wasn't that like I wasn't that, that was never my intent was never to like get people to watch. Sort of thing, right? Because I was just like, oh, I just document this. I don't know who is an Olivia Newton John fan, but shout out to them. They watch it. Cool. And then from there, um people just began naturally. I want to say, like, the first month, I had like 2,000 subscribers already. And a lot of things that people don't understand is with YouTube. Um, simply because you have like a lot of views, number one, doesn't mean that you're making money off of that video because it could be some copyright issues going on or claims there. And then secondly, also to become a YouTube partner, you have to have at least 4,000 watch hours in the beginning. So in the beginning, any YouTube channel is really a labor of love, right? Because people are just really putting content out there, hoping that, okay, I get a thousand subscribers and I get 4,000 watch hours so that then I can begin to... Make money off of the videos, the ones that I can, and so. But for me, right, I was listening to music, so I'm like, uh, I don't know if this page is even gonna be profitable. Who knows? And then again, I was just really fascinated about the music, and so some of my earlier reactions, um, people would kind of like put down in the comments like, "Hey, react to this, react to this," and so I remember like reacting to like a Barbara Streisand song, "Guilty," me nothing to be guilty of whatever so like that one people really after that put that video i got a lot of subscribers and people are really fascinated because i sing when i do the reactions right so i'm like a natural just mm -hmm, humming person and i really like music and so when i hear like some kind of vocals that send me like oh did y'all hear what she just did right there like wait let's rewind it back or like the beat or something i it just takes me over and i just like seeing it or whatever and people took to that and from there like literally i'm almost close now to ten thousand subscribers and again that was never my goal like i just wanted to document this whole living in jail experience and say shout out to onj for having such a good voice and it turned to something else
0: <laughs> that's incredible and then when you saw you started seeing all these subscribers coming in and mm-hmm. all the, it gave you more um Motivation to keep, continue right to I can't stop now what type of deal.
1: Yeah. And, and not only that, like, again, shout out to my community. The impression is like they made themselves. It got to that point as to where the community is always like talking to each other and people like very nice. which is kind of something you really don't experience on YouTube. Like I've heard of the negative side of like social media and like the negative. But I never really experienced too much negativity. And I have a lot of supporters, and not only that, the most important thing about this that I found out was that it wasn't even about me, right? So through this journey of me just reacting to music a long period, it's been two things, me connecting with people through music, and that shows you the power of music, no matter the age, the race, right? Reconnecting with people like somebody left a comment like, "Oh, Empress, like I think we could be best friends." The funny thing is, I'm 60 years old, right? <laughs> but that's that's that is how music is though, right? And not only that though, it's one of those things as to where people really need like to your point, or I guess the Kabbalah point, like the lights, like a lot of people have DM'd me mentioning like, I've been such a high point of their day and they really enjoy watching my videos when they come home from work or when they're taking a break at work. And that's what I mean, like it's bigger than me. It's It's a thing of like energy and just putting out like good energy. And one thing about energy though is like, you can't fake it. People know, people know, people know, people know. And the only thing I can say is, like, again, shout out to everybody who supported me and um, just recognizing that the love for the music and the entertainment is real.
0: (laughs) It is real. And that's why, you know, uh, to your point about negativity, and and it, it comes with a package. But I think that that you know you're always you're always going to get naysayers. You're, there's always going to be negative comments and stuff. But to your point that you don't get that many is because your mm-hmm. energy is so beautiful and so natural, and organic, and and you can tell that you're generally generally reacting to something, and you're you're expressing it from your heart, and it and it comes it it comes through.
1: Let me tell you something. So. If it was one point in time when I was scared on the Madonna journey, right? It was when I did the reaction to um, uh, Material Girl. I did not like, and I didn't react to the video at first because I never do that. But I was like, okay, coming from 83, right? We got Madonna. And then it's like, I hear some Material Girl. I was like, whoa, this is not the sound that we just heard. And the fans are like... They, they had, that's how I figured out they understood my sense of humor and I understood theirs because they're like, okay, Ambrose, we, we get you, we're going to agree, disagree. I was like, no, I cannot get down with Material Girl, the song. They,
0: no. You know that, that she hates it when they call her the Material Girl. and,
1: and I learned that too. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, um, and, and she, she, she wrote and when they interviewed her and I forgot what article it was in, but the, she had mentioned that she hates singing her old songs. Obviously, she has to do them. But, um, mm-hmm. but that's why she reinvents them in the tours. And that's what I, what I love about it. She says she, if she did the same version, she'll get bored. So that's, yeah, I
1: see that.
0: Yeah, so that's why she recreates the, the songs and she does something different to them and stuff. Um, you'll see in some tours, you when you get to them, you'll see that she focuses more on her new stuff. And a lot of the fans, I, I said, the fans that are stuck with her in the 80s get upset. Because when they go to see her, they, they want to hear into the groove. They want to hear this, and she's more focused on her her current album or whatever she's promoting. So, and that's
1: you know what I just said that in the the journey really is interesting because I just reacted to that song um, that Frozen, was yeah, yeah, it. but I never heard the song though, and I didn't know it was Madonna, right? Because you never heard Frozen, like, no. Again, remember I'm reacting in chronological order. Got it. So. I, I heard like the hmm, right? But I didn't know that was Madonna. And so I'm like, yeah, this is, this was Madonna the whole time. And I said it's interesting, though, in her journey, it's because she is seemingly still making music. So it's not like, OK, she is like a legacy artist, and she can go on tour tour the, the greatest hits. It's like she's still making music. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the whole ages thing of the music industry sucks because it does become a point in every artist's life where people don't want to hear new music from them. The majority of people, they want to hear the old stuff, right, the stuff that made them feel good back in the day. And so that artist, it it, it sucks for them because it's kind of like, well, I never stopped growing as an artist, but y'all want me to stay the material girl.
0: When did you start your Patreon?
1: Mm, I want to say maybe like, the, my first year, cause I'm going on two years on YouTube. So within the first year I started it. Um, and again, I started simply because videos were getting blocked. Right. And so from there, because in Patreon um,
0: they allow the videos or something. Is that how it works?
1: Yeah, yeah. So in Patreon, you can see block videos. Like that's one of the things. Cause with Patreon, for those people who don't know, it's like you're being a Patreon, right? So you're contributing to a person's channel uh monetarily through whatever means. And so with Patreon, you have different kinds of subscription services there that you get to see. So in my case, I just decided to do like music songs. So tell me what song you want to listen to, great, I'll do it. Um I love music, so what's the harm in me listen to some some songs? <laughs> but on the Patreon is a lot of different videos that, like I said, for whatever reason, it's not necessarily YouTube, it's the publishers, right? So for whatever reason, the publishing company doesn't want uh, to even share it on the revenue, which is kind of weird to me because you would think, well, okay, at least here is a video that is giving this artist or this movie um, a chance to become popular again. And you as the publisher can have the right to say, okay, we're going to share in the revenue With you instead of blocking it all together, so it's kind of weird to me how people treat their catalogs or how publishers treat catalogs because it's kind of like, hey, this is older music that's being revisited. When was the last time you know this song or movie was discussed in a way that got people engaging? Right? It's almost yeah, like you're doing
0: publicity for it, and you're not talking negative about it, really. Right.
1: Well, I mean, depending on what it is, but because I try not to talk negative about different projects. But um, my whole thing is with that as well, like older artists, I think, or again, whoever in control of their publishing, like they aren't aware of what's going on today with social media, right? And with just the internet period, like, again, these are artists that have been retired, and maybe hadn't had a hit since the 80s or the 70s. Why not let their estate or you know, if they're still alive, why not let them get something from this song? versus not getting anything at all like it doesn't make sense
0: to me it doesn't make sense and I think it's more about the transition that the music industry has had because they're not making the same money that they used to make so they're trying to get every penny they can and I I think it's just hurting them doing it this way because I think it, it will be a lot more powerful just to let people depending on what they're doing let them let them use it for that that purpose of reaction yeah Empress where can people come see you
1: yeah, so you guys can come to see me, visit me on YouTube, just type Empress Reacts, you can see probably like 2,000 something videos, literally, and it's music for everybody, so whatever music you like, I have guaranteed I've reacted to the genre somehow.
0: <laughs> awesome, and your Patreon?
1: Yes, my Patreon is also Empress Reacts, uh, you can type that in, it's also in each description of every video I make, it's the first link there, so uh, feel free to... Click on that as well. And again, you can see some unreleased materials and footage. So also make sure you guys follow me on Instagram. There you can see me, my husband Pressure, and our little dog Mia Moore, who occasionally makes visits and videos. Um, that's Pressure. dot on IG. Follow us there. And also, um, before I even got to YouTube, like me and my husband, we broke. Some books, uh, so be sure to check out God God's at an Angel. Wow, um, it's more so of an inspirational type of feel-good type of book. And then we also wrote a three-part book series called a Mission Beyond the Streets, as well as, and we got like great reviews from that as well. So our ultimate goal is one day we want to see uh, the the books turned into movies at some what, point. What What
0: are the books about, Empress?
1: Yeah, so God is an angel. It is an inspirational story about how to deal with loss and how to love again after loss. Um, And it's very like, again, if you want something where there's no hard language or anything like that, this is the book for you um, in regards to just like a feel good type of book that gives you inspiration and hope in that sense. And then, on uh, the flipping of that coin, if you do want, like the whole ratchetness of it all, you can, um, watch, you can uh, read our Ambition Beyond the Streets books. Um, they are, are essentially a three part uh, book series that really is a coming of age story of two characters, Empress and Pressure. Um, and essentially, they meet as teenagers, and you get to see all of the things that ensue from there. <laughs> Oh
0: wow, that's amazing! Your box of surprises, Empress.
1: <laughs> yeah, and all those books. I have to say, those books are available on Amazon. Um, so again, you guys can find those books there, and they are also in the description of each of my videos as well. So, I'm always linked.
0: You're the bomb. You're the bomb. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right, so Empress, thank you for being on the show. And one more thing.
1: Don't fall off the pod. Oh, don't fall off.
0: Hey, pod can't get enough of the pod? You can always go to your app store and download the Pod With Me app. And if you want to comment on any of the episodes, you can also check us out and follow us on our social media under Pod With Me AJA. And remember, you can always listen to the pod in any podcast app. I'm Alex J. Iger, and until next time. <laughs>